Good morning, world. Good morning, wherever you are. You are on the Daily Huddle, and today's Friday, and we've got a phenomenal conversation for you. I'm here with my very good friend and business partner, Giovanni Gonzalez. We are the co-founders of the Daily Huddle. That doesn't buy us much. It buys us being here in your presence and your listening, and that's the world to us. So thank you for being here. I begin today with a quote from our good friend, Napoleon Hill, the author of the book, Think and Grow Rich. And he says this, the starting point of all achievement is desire. Keep this constantly in mind. Weak desire brings weak results. Just a small fire makes a small amount of heat. Let's bring on the heat. The Daily Huddle is a growing tribe of passionate people who want to uplift humankind through their work and throughout their communities. We invite you to elevate the way you experience life through rich and inspiring conversations with today's thought leaders. Be prepared to challenge your views about leadership, health, money, spirituality, communication, and relationships. Welcome to The Daily Huddle. Good morning, good morning. Welcome back. And we have with us today one of the blessings of the world. His name is Rex Sykes. He's a good friend of the Daily Huddle and a good friend of ours and a good friend of yours. In an era marked with rapid technological change, global challenges and unprecedented uncertainty, there is an urgent need for direction, clarity and resilience. The world today, more than ever, demands leaders who are grounded visionary and deeply rooted in principle that transcends fleeting trends. This presents a compelling case for the gathering of leaders that our good friend has pulled together to create for the world the Think and Grow Rich Institute Summit. So this weekend, beginning the 14th through the 16th, our very good friend Rex Sykes will be participating in that experience. It's a virtual experience centered around the timeless principles of Napoleon Hill's book, Think and Grow Rich. Rex is here today with us to begin your immersion in the timeless principles of Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich and extend the personal invitation to you to join him and his friends like Mark Victor Henson and Les Brown. Today's context question is, why do they tell us it's hard to succeed in business? Rex, it's always amazing to have you here. Welcome back to the Daily Huddle, my friend. It is always amazing to be with you, Sorrel, and, and such esteemed colleagues and friends, and to be able to share time and space and and broadcast to the universe goodness. And I appreciate you and I appreciate them, all of us here and uh, our watchers and viewers now and in the future. Thank you, sir. Well, begin the immersion with us. You pose the question, why do they tell us it's hard to succeed in business? Who is they specifically? The amorphous they who we know, know and ever... You know, like doctors say, which doctors, you know, which doctors are the spear, those kind of doctors. Um, it's an interesting thing, Sorrel. Um, 
there are many, many people throughout history, educators in school, colleges, universities, uh, programs like this one on television streaming, uh, workshops, and, and they will say, you know, you have to work really hard, you have to sacrifice, you have to take risks, you have to sweat, you have to lose sleep, you have to give up your leisure in order to succeed so that you can have a boat and a house, uh, uh, be able to travel, have that trophy spouse or significant other, you know, and have all this, all the status symbols of success. And then you'll be someone of importance because you have everything and you've worked really hard. Well, here's the, here's the downside to that is one, they have it wrong. You could do that. And so many people do. And many, and some people succeed and many, many, many others burn out, give up and, and do something different. And the reason for that is because if you've given up everything in order to succeed so that you can have a house or a car or a jet or a boat, and you get those things, and then you find out what so many people do is those things don't fulfill you. Things don't make you happy. The experiences you have in life make you happy. I've had so many millionaires and billionaires that I consult and coach with who go, look what I have, look what I have, look what I've done, look what I've accomplished. And then there's me, and I'm not happy, and I don't know what to do. So they work really hard to get to the top and then find out that the top is really the bottom because they haven't gone anywhere. They haven't changed themselves, but they've acquired lots of stuff. There's nothing wrong with having stuff. But the difference is, is you be important first. You feel fulfilled inside yourself and complete. Then you do whatever you do from that from, you know, because Napoleon Hill said it's think hard and grow rich, not work hard and grow rich. And this is what so many people miss. Then they think, well, I have to I have to work really hard on my thinking. If you give up everything to get something and it took you 30 years, well, you've given up 30 years of sacrifice. Why not enjoy the 30 years? Because as I always tell people, there's the destination. You may or may not make it to your destination. I, you know, I could die today or tomorrow. I'm gonna hope that that's not the case, but you know what I said? I could not, I could not make it to the end of my journey. So the only thing we really have is like what Giovanni said, I'm here and that's now. And so every moment is truly, truly important. And if we sacrifice those moments in pursuit of something we think will make us happy, we may find out that we're sorrowfully disappointed and we've given up so much. So it was one of the reasons why when I had children, mm. I decided I'm not letting business interfere with me raising my kids. I'm going to go to every event, do everything. I'm going to spend my time with them. And I can proudly and happily say I never missed an event. I was there. I turned down jobs. This is true. I was in a position where I could do that. But that's the kind of life that we all could have, whether it's your kids or your, your family or traveling or doing something of, of great joy for yourself. And not and not putting things off, you know, procrastination is the worst thing, right? Why put off all your pleasure for success? Let me ask you this. You point to me having to grow myself first. That perhaps the key to being fulfilled in life is to look here first. Beautiful. First transform and then stuff will come. The destination, I may reach it, and I'll enjoy the journey. And think and grow rich. I'm wondering if there are people out there who are relating to think and grow rich, like another good self-help book. Oh, yeah. Lots of great quotes. 
and had lots of great sayings. But if you were to create for us in the short moment, the pathway to me transforming me first, as opposed to worrying about things, the quote unquote secret to living a fulfilled life. How, what's the pathway outlined or the pathway pointed to in Think and Grow Rich? Well, that's such a beautiful question. I mean, that is, is and, and and yes, I mean, there is there are answers. Not everybody's going to like my answer. Now, I've been reading Napoleon Hill every day since I was 11, uh, with the exception of about a year and a half where I went through not reading it. And then I ended up having some troubles. So I'm not saying I had the troubles because I stopped reading it, but but they seem to correlate quite well. Um, people think that the book is a self-help book to kind of pull yourself up by your bootstraps to manage your thinking in a different way. And yes, it is that. It is that. You know, Napoleon Hill says, if you can conceive it and believe it, you can achieve it. So you first have to be able to imagine it and then believe in that. And then he he provides a formula for doing that. Here's how you do it. And, and here's how you can do it. And and some people read a book to get through it. They rush through it. They want to finish it. They say, I've read it. I ask people every day, have you read Think and Grow Rich? And they go, oh, yeah, 20 years ago. Or some people say, I read it three times in my life. You know, I, I you know, and there are some others who made a study of this book every single day of their life, you know, for most of their life. And I find it to be a, a very different book. And I, I love the book. It's one of my favorite books. And for that reason, I'll share this. And I'm sure there are people who are not going to agree. It's a spiritual book. Beyond anything else, it's not about doing, it's about becoming, it's about being, it's about raising your own vibration. He said, you know, he he points out things that we're broadcasting, uh, we're broadcasting all the time. We can't help but broadcast. We're broadcasting and a receiving uh, station essentially in life. So what we put out, we get back. And then people say, well, that's a law of attraction. Well, yes, it is. So, but what you, who you are determines what you do. So if you're broadcasting positively and optimistically and enthusiastically and passionately with the kind of desire that you have, with the conviction and confidence and faith that you can accomplish that, and you and because of that, of who you are and what you think and what you exude and, you know, you walk your talk, then you persist throughout difficulty because you understand that difficulty is there to inspire you, to motivate you, to get you to learn, to get you to adjust, to, to get you to change and to leave your comfort zone. So this is why he says all hardship has within it the equivalent seed of opportunity, but you got to look for that opportunity. It's there, and not many people will. So they'll they'll try and think differently instead of going, it's up to me to raise my vibration. It's up to me to transform myself, because when I do that, I transform my thinking. And from that, I transform what I say. So that only that comes out of my mouth is things that bless, heal, prosper, inspire, edify, uplift, and transform. And then the things that I do follow suit because I'm aligned in my heart and my head. And so things are easy, even when it's tough, meaning that if you have difficulty, not that the difficulty isn't there, but you navigate it differently because of who you are. You're not trying and struggling and efforting and working. It comes from your exuberance. It comes from your passion. This is why he says a little fire doesn't do much, but a big fire creates lots of heat. So if that heat is in you, then there are those people, Cyril, who say, well, desire is not a good thing. You have to learn to be live without desires. 
Well, you get up in the morning, I get up in the morning. There are plenty of things we desire to do, whether it's to go to the bathroom or have a cup of coffee or brush our teeth or get to it, you know, whatever it is, there are things that we desire. Desire is a part of life. But there are some desires like getting up in the morning and going to the bathroom. It's not, you know, not, not it's paramount in some cases, but it's not, you know, your yeah. goal that you want. So he'll so, say, you have to have this goal, make it a white hat obsession, but at the same time, not treat it with desperation, not treat it with, I hope I get it, or fear that you won't get it, or doubt that it's possible. But to have this goal with a white hat obsession and know that you are the author of your life, you are the driver of your car, you're going to make this thing happen because of who you are and, and what you do. So he'll say, don't let what how to do it stop you. Just start where you are, because who you are is the most important part of all of this. And that's what people miss. Yeah, I, lo- I love what you're saying. And uh, I-, I was watching one congressman speak with an anchor on CNN a couple of days ago. And he said, you know, things would work a lot better if we had teamwork in Congress. And as if by saying the word teamwork, that would make a difference. So in, in the context of what you're pointing to, the book is a spiritual book. All right. It's not about doing things. It's about being and becoming. Now, let's connect that with the life of an entrepreneur who's at point A in business and wants to get to point B. Uh, Give us something from your journey. How has reading Think and Grow Rich on a daily basis, portions of it, impacted your life as an entrepreneur? And, you know, created in this fashion, you were here and you maybe you read something or thought about something from the book and it guided you and then you were here. Give us a sense of how it shows up in your life and gives you your life. Oh, this is such a beautiful question. And uh, I hope I do it justice. Um, Well, uh, quite candidly. The person that's in front of you now is not the person who was always there. I've been on a, on a path and an evolution and a journey. But at one time, I was far more concerned with me, far more concerned with competing with the world and competing with others and trying to be the best of the best, not the best of myself. And so I would struggle. Uh, I'm an actor also. So I would I would go to you know auditions, not get the part, see somebody who got the part, go, I could have done that better. But I spent a lot of my time frustrated and angry. And to some extent alone, because I would I would aggravate my friends who were, you know, becoming successful. They didn't want to be around me because I had this negative attitude. And um, when I understood, I, I went to a play one night that that they had wanted to cast me as this person, a, a part in the play. And I said, no, I'm, I'm, I don't want to do that. I don't want to. It was a, a tiny part, but a significant part. And I said, I don't want to spend the six weeks, you know, out of out of Los Angeles doing this play. So I'm going to do it. I went to the play and the person that did the part was amazing. They couldn't have made a better choice. Thank God I turned it down. You know, I mean, it was one of those things that it was perfect. I learned this important lesson at that moment that it's not all about me. It's about the right person for the right part, the right combination of talent that make an experience for an audience and so movie making went from this is my moment to be a star to how can I add value to the team? How can I be a valuable part of this production? And so much value 
that people want me to be on other productions because I have the right attitude. I do the right things. I'm not in it for myself. I'm not a grumbler or a complainer, but I'm a person who is of value to them. And I know my place in the pecking order and I'm not trying to, you know, so, so taking that into business, uh, it, you know, I hate terms like capitalism and socialism because people adhere to things kind of religiously, but there's good and there's good and not so good in every concept that we have, you know, a, a hammer can be used, to build or to tear down. So some of our concepts can be uh, serve us. I like to think of it in terms of not positive and negative, but does it serve us well or not? So part of Think and Grow Rich, what I learned to embrace, and again, it's a spiritual concept. You know, in the Bible, Jesus said, if two or more are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst. And Napoleon Hill and Andrew Carnegie and others have understood that the mastermind, Hill will say, it's like having a battery. Well, when you get two or three other people, you have all these other batteries so that the whole is greater than the sum of its parts. So you have all this extra energy, but there's an important principle that people miss. All these people call these groups of collections where people pay to, to join masterminds. They're not masterminds. A mastermind, it's a very specific gathering of people. Now, they could be a mastermind, but they typically aren't. You don't pay to join a mastermind. That's not what it's about. That's a master class. <laughs> a mastermind is people working together for a particular vision or mission. They each have a specific role that they fulfill so that you're not duplicating everything. And they're working together in harmony and of one mind. And in that case, that sum of the parts is greater. The whole is greater than the sum of those parts. But the key ingredient to making it work is that each person has their own expertise, but they work together in harmony. I didn't do that for many, many years. I worked against people to try and get ahead. So as an entrepreneur, now my life, I'm partnering up with people that I, they kind of come out of the woodwork. People ask me if I want to do something. I ask them if they want to do something. There's an alignment because I'm not trying to take from them. I'm trying to give to them. And they're trying to give to me. And when we unite, we have this exponential power or ability that supersedes what we could do separately. Yeah. And and if you read the mastermind chapter about Napoleon Hill, and this is, I, I'll try to keep this real brief. He talks about the coming together of the United States. And since you mentioned the congressman, you know, we can use teamwork. Like we need teamwork as if there's no teamwork coming from the other side of the aisle or you know, it could be a, a, a statement that really unites or it could be a statement meant to divide. I don't know how it was used. But Hill argues in the book that the founding fathers came together at, at their own peril to, to, to life to create uh, this country. They created the document, the Declaration of Independence, and then they united the colonies. But they did it in harmony, working together because they had a great vision of, of not living the, the tyrannical lifestyle of, of overseas, but of having this great thing here. And so they worked together and they united eventually 50 states. And we don't have that anymore. There's this division. There's a fighting. There's this opposite you. We have to win. They have to win. There's there's no harmony of, of vision of let's make the, you know, let's forget our personal ambitions and let's unite for the good of the country. Let's unite for the good of the people. It's the people we serve. It's not our arguments that are important. And this is the stuff that keeps seems to be missed. There are no a leaders, moment now. There are no leaders in government. They're only representatives, by the way. Mm, that's a perfect play on words to let, let's invite question oh. in, starting with uh, Giovanni. Giovanni, I'd love for you to pop in and uh, open it up. Uh, thank you, sir. Uh, thank you, Rex. I was um, 
I was capturing while you were speaking, Rags, uh, an extensive view, a very large view for the opportunity that growth and development is for one's life. And um, and so, so I want to dive in into everything you were saying. And I love for you to um, maybe give us a one and a half minute uh, uh, description or of your view of the event that is coming this weekend also. Oh, thank you for asking. It's so cool. Yeah, we're doing an event called, uh, it's the Think and Grow Rich Institute Summit. Satish Varna is the uh, CEO of the Institute, the, uh, the Think and Grow Rich Institute. And uh, Mo Rock, CEO of the Los Angeles Tribune, and Satish of the Think and Grow Rich Institute have put together a summit. There's no charge to attend the summit. And uh, we're putting together a collection of speakers. It starts on Saturday the 14th, 10 a.m. Pacific time, and it, we've added a day. It goes to the 17th, uh, sometime in the afternoon it will end. Um, they have brought some incredible speakers. I've invited some incredible speakers. Um, you might have a graphic up there. There's there's Mary Morrissey. Uh, you might know her from the, from the incredible work she does. Marie Diamond, uh, who one of the stars of The Secret. Mark Victor Hansen sold more books than anyone on the planet. You know, think uh, I mean, he's written over 300 and. 50, I don't even know how many books he's read because he just came out with a really good book on Reverend Ike. And you, if I love Reverend Ike, I've been listening to Reverend Ike since I was 14. Um, uh, uh, Les Brown is uh, is is uh, uh, going to be there, too. And uh, a good friend of mine, Ben Gay, who is uh, the last living protege of Napoleon Hill. So he'll be there. Uh, but he actually, you know, uh, I'm going to let him tell it. So this coming weekend, the 14th through the 17th, Think and Grow Rich Institute Summit. And uh, great speakers above and beyond the ones that I've mentioned. Uh, there's something every day and it's growrich23.com. You can go register, be there for free. If you've got a graphic or something, you can flash up. You can see some of the people. There's many other many other speakers that I didn't name. but. Satish will be there. Mo will be there. Yes, sir. So Rex, you say I've invited. I have invited some speakers. So that leaves me with you're part of the create of the group that is creating. Yeah, I, I work with the Tribune. I'm I'm part of the Tribune. I work with the Tribune, and uh, I've been a host of the Tribune TV show that I did, all things Rex worldwide. So yeah, and I invite my friends, and and you have, you, uh, I bring you, you people. Some really cool friends. Now, so let me ask you this question. I'm lucky. I'm blessed. Yes. Um, I want to ask you this question. I you have <clears throat> mentioned it during the today, um, today's episode, but I wanted to uh hone in. And the question is um what's the what's the heart, what's the mission that's driving this incredible event? What what did you guys connect it to that's driving this event? Well, a couple of things. Mo, uh, you know, the CEO and the publisher of the Los Angeles Tribune has had a vision of of being a, a, a journalistic endeavor, you know, a, a leading outlet for not just the news, but good news and inspiration and connecting people up with resources like the people that we're doing. We've done a number of these events over the years, and we've had Bob Proctor, Dennis Waitley, Brian Tracy. I mean, we have all sorts of people through the years 
Um, this is one in which uh, Thinking Grow Rich and uh, Napoleon Hill have been instrumental in making more millionaires than anyone on the planet. Uh, Mark Victor has sold more books than anyone on the planet. So, it, you know, it, it, it only makes sense to be able to, to provide, because we have the platform, to provide these opportunities for people to come, learn, uh, connect with people, uh, possibly get to know people, become friends with people, but but to transform their lives. It's a transformative event. And, um, and so, you know, different people together bring people that they know. Or they go, can we get somebody? You know, it, it, it's like uh, like putting together a movie. You cast it, and you you get the best that you can. And we're very lucky; we always get the best. That's phenomenal. So I can go on, but go ahead. Well, we'll probably have time for a couple of questions from our dear friends in uh, right here with us. So I'll remove the spotlights, and here we are. So uh, I wanted to have Rex come on today. Because it's in in the way that the Daily Huddle was created, it's created as a gift. And when there's a gift that's being given, we want to make sure that you know of the gift. So that gift is your participation free of charge from the 14th through the 17th and the Think and Grow Rich Summit being hosted by the uh, LA Tribune and our good friend who works there, Rex Sykes. So and, Laura, and, and I have just, a question. Let me just say there are a number of other hosts and panelists and people who are important that that didn't get mentioned by me or other, but but they are significant in making this whole event happen. And I and I would be remiss if I didn't point that out. So thank you. Thank you. Laura, go ahead. Yeah. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Thank you, Rex. Um motivated and inspired. And thank you for highlighting the fact that Think and Grow Rich is a spiritual book. Most people do not recognize it as such. So I just want to thank you for inspiring me today. And I will be buying your book for the first time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Good deal. The website again is Grow Rich 23. And some of your friends that you mentioned that you may have not mentioned by name are pictured here on the homepage. Uh, this event is free of charge. It starts on uh, the 14th and ends on the 17th. So uh, courtesy of our friend Rex Sykes and a daily huddle family opportunity for the gift that keeps on giving to keep on giving. Rex, I'd love for you to say one last thing before we close the day. You know the daily huddle runs too fast. Well, and I and I'm so used to talking, you know, for 12 hours a day. I, I apologize. <laughs> the, uh, you know, attend the event. Do it. Just just do it. You know, if nothing else, register and then watch the replays. But be there. It's a significant event. Share it with other people and get the word out. It is a spiritual book, and and but we're spiritual creatures. So let's <laughs> let's unite. Let's make. Uh, the event, not just about the event, but make it about you and your family and your friends and your business so that you transform it and live the life that you deserve and that you want to do. So um, that's why we do it, you know, is to help other people do and ourselves uh, live, follow our dreams and our passions. And, and that's what you're doing with the Daily Huddle. And I so love you and appreciate you and each of the people here that didn't have a chance to speak because I go on and on. And on. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I'm not going to let you stay with that. 
We love the way you are animated. We love the spirit that drives you. And when that spirit drives you and it makes you speak the way you speak, we're blessed for it. And, uh, and we let it ride. Thank you for being here, everyone. Today is Friday. Guess what? It's going to be the weekend. Have a fantastic weekend. We exist to serve you, and we cannot serve without your listening. So I thank you for your listening. I love all of you. Giovanni loves you more. That's our show for today. Your endorphins and bring more energy to everyone around you. Love. Most of all, love. With your words, your thoughts, and your actions, power them with love and watch the way you experience life elevate to all it can be. We thank you for joining us on The Daily Huddle. We are a growing tribe of passionate professionals seeking to inspire a new generation of leaders. Go out and share your unique ability to impact the world. Until next time.